recorded one since because you didn't because your schedule didn't work out for um getting a halloween choice in no, no i don't really watch many halloween Stephanie. you didn't yeah when you originally did propose a halloween movie you chose do you remember what you were gonna do no Coraline. <laughs> oh yeah good film good film uh we've got a new henry Selleck movie this year haven't we with co-directed by jordan peele just that it's, I don't know, it's a new Henry Sellard movie. Oh, well, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to do, I mean, I want to spend time with you all the time, obviously, but I wanted to uh, monetize that time and use that time efficiently and record a podcast. Well, you know, we're a, we're a very give and take friendship. Yes. And you do so, me a favour, I do you one. Yeah. And uh, I quite literally just said, pick a movie. And then try to get me to choose a movie. I did say. He's I... <laughs> like, pick any movie, but this movie's on Disney Plus now. I did I say. Like, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, I did, uh, Notes on a Scandal, which will be coming out next year, I think. Anyway, um, I do love Notes on a Scandal. Notes on a Scandal's great. Great movie. Barbara. Uh, anyway, the um, so you chose a movie that I was already scheduled to watch anyway, uh, because it's one of the biggest movies of the year uh this Definitely. is uh our emergency it's an emergency podcast and it is everything everywhere always at once now all at once what's it called everything everything everywhere all at once i thought it was always at once no it's all why would it be always at once it's oh, all at say, once. i have written out so many goddamn files and stuff for this anyway um that wasn't a joke by the way about how everybody's getting the name wrong. I genuinely got it wrong. Um, I generally just call it everywhere. Generally, just call it every everything everywhere. Everything everywhere. That's what I've called it in my awards nominations. So my when it comes to my awards, the Thomas Crothers Awards, 
uh, I make long lists. So that is quite literally any thing throughout the year, it gets a nomination. So, however, it's quite a short field. I only do best film, best director, best actor, best actress, uh, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, original screenplay and adapted screenplay. I'm going to tell you now that Everything Everywhere got one, two, three, four shortlist nominations. So these may not become top five nominations. They may get knocked out along the way. What do you think my uh, four nominations were? What were they again? I only do best film, best director, best actor, best supporting actor. No, I'm kidding. Uh, best actress, best supporting actress, original screenplay, adapted screenplay. So it got four out of six. Ooh, I think best film. Wrong. Really? Okay, uh, best director? Yes. Uh, the Daniels best, have received a nomination. Best actress? Or Michelle. Oh, no, actually, it's either Michelle Yeoh or Stephanie Zhu. Cause... Yeah, no, I, I've, I've nominated them both. I did put Stephanie in best supporting. Just, she's amazing. She's absolutely the best part. Her and um, her and Kehu Kwan, who I don't want to just call short round, but he is short round. It's so wonderful that we have short round back. I just he I fell in love with his character. Like I literally, mm. me and my friend watched it, and I literally went, "That's my dream man." He is just kind, humble, nice, and then in all the other realities, he can also be suave. It's kind of sexy. You know, oh, he had a thing for Kehu Kwan. Yeah, you know, like the the debonair uh, movie premiere, one yeah. car white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks I great. Can see that. No, no, he looks a very suave man. And uh, yeah, Michelle Yeoh, Keha Kwan, and uh, Stephanie Zhu, and uh, the Daniels for directing. No screenplay nomination, and not actually a best film nomination because I enjoy this film a lot. Mm. And it's one of those things where I can't really. Um, it's one of those films where it's redundant um, uh, criticism because my biggest problem is that I think two hours 20 is ridiculous. I got... I, I wanted to watch more. I was like, I wanted to keep watching. Around the hour and a half mark, there's the block between an hour, an hour and a half, sorry, at the hour and a half mark to the two hour mark I thought was genuinely exhausting. And I was a little bit so overwhelmed by that everything. So, so opposite to my yeah. feelings on the film. Like mine was, it ended, I was like, fuck, I wish there was more of that film to watch. Yeah. Well, I think the joy of it will be that on a rewatch, you're going to see 10 different Also, movies. you were watching by yourself. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> no, in the, I mean, it's not like I was literally watching with my friend. Like, it wasn't, but like, as in, what I mean is, is that it changes, I it always, for me, changes my film experience when I watch a film on my own versus with someone else. Yes, uh, you know, Thursday morning, half eight until 11 o'clock, maybe not the best slot. No, I don't think it's the best time to watch this film. But no, no, but I had my I, I, did, I, I had my big TV. My mum was awake, so I could turn it up. Um, I think no, no. I had a good, ex I had a great time My with it. Mum was I away. Mom was... You could watch. <laughs> Mother, no. Mother. I, uh, no, frankly, I really enjoyed it. I 
do think it was a little exhausting and but it's exhausting by design um, yeah it's literally supposed to be overwhelming this is the thing so Which it, is great it, it is great and it's one of those things where i do think this is a perfect film it's not in my top 10 of the year so far it currently resides around where are we currently resides at 11 oh it's uh, close then Close, yeah, but I've got it'll be in the top 20. I have no doubt it'll be in the top 20, but I've still got plenty to catch up on. This is the thing, I've been at sea. That's weird, though. So, me and you will also have had very different reactions to this film based on gender. Because, yeah, here's why. Okay, so I've always had obviously, I'm not you know a first generation immigrant, I'm I've lived here all my (laughs) life. But yeah, I thought you were going to say, obviously we had very different reactions because you hate Chinese people, Tom. <laughs> no, in the, so I didn't get, you know, the full effect. Like I know that a lot of people who are first generation or like second generation immigrants, you know, Asian immigrants from like China or Vietnam or Japan and stuff like that, you know, their parents, it's a very different dynamic. But I've always had quite a tumultuous relationship with my mum. Hmm. And so I think this film will have affected me. I cried like a goddamn baby at this film. Yeah? Yeah, it made me cry a lot. Like, I've always had a very back-and-forth relationship with my Mm mum. And so I I think I will have got more out of it than you will. Yeah, and uh, as we found out, as you told us on Mission Impossible 2, uh, obviously there is a, you know, a queer element as well. And, uh, you know, that sort of... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but also... uh, one of my favourite movies is Turns of Endearment, you know, like mother and daughter. Sure, mm. it doesn't have a dildo fight. Let's talk about the dildo fight. I So I've been at sea for four months working for a, uh, a cruise liner, which I won't say. Uh, but they have, they have, they get movies. Oh, and they, so, get, they have dildo fights. I wish. No, they get movies on board. And that they got that movie. And I was so excited to try and carve out a sort of afternoon where I could go and watch it which would have been with an audience, which would have been on the big screen. And and then it screened it one censored, afternoon. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't censored. It was screened one afternoon. And then and then they were they were planning a staff movie night. And I said, Oh, for the next one. And they chose Doctor Strange 2. Anyway. And I said, for the next one. The wrong multiverse film. I've, I have put that on my list of movies multiverse. to catch up on. Of the two multiverse films to come out this year. That is not the one that I would rewatch. This is the one I would rewatch. Yeah, and uh, I've put it on my uh, for uh, for my sins. I've put it on my mo- list of movies to watch before I go back, uh, just because I love Sam Raimi. Uh, but it's not going to be good. It's just I'm going to not like it and all that sort. You of don't thing. like Marvel very much. I know I don't. I've already said I'm doing no more Marvels. I will watch this because uh, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a Sam Raimi completionist. Anyway, so. The, yeah, and so I said, oh, and then uh, one of my superiors, shall we say, said, oh, the dildo movie with the ketchup? Yeah, we can't show that anymore because a, a parent complained because they took their child. Why would you take your child to see it the says, film? And it says in the programme, rated R. This is what gets me. I, I don't understand. Here's the thing. My mum, if I'd have gone to see this film as a kid, first of all, she'd be like, she can't understand that also. I just realised I've got things in my bed, so I flipped it back up again. <laughs> uh, but also, I 
I watched a lot of films I should like Hot Fuzz I saw as a kid. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead I saw as a kid. The the only film that my mum ever had problem with me watching was Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Have I told you about when they showed Boy in the Striped Pajamas at my primary school and they sent a letter around saying we're going to be watching Boy in the Striped Pajamas. If you don't want your child to watch the ending, then tick this box. Not watch the whole film, which they which everybody did. But it was literally like the Phoebe joke in Friends where she's like, oh, Lassie's wonderful. And, you know, because her mum turned everything off. And she's like, turns to David, oh, that lovely movie about the mother and the daughter. And because she turns everything off. And it was literally, they paused it when he's like, we're going to go, come on, uh, was it Shul? Shmuel. Shmuel. And he was like, come on, Shmuel, we're going to find my dad. And then they paused it. We're going to find your dad. Your dad, yeah. And he paused it and then he went, okay, so... um." Uh, Katrina, Tom, do you want to come next door? And then my mum obviously... my, my did not know what this film was about. My brother had watched read it and he went, Can we watch it? My mum bought the DVD. Didn't fancy reading the back that it was about Nazi Germany. Um, put it on, and then she was like, Shit, this film's about Nazis. My child is like seven. Um, you know, she can watch people get shot and stuff. But I draw the line at the Holocaust. I think she made me sit. She didn't even made me leave the room. She made me sit in the corner of our living room and read books. And any time I turned around to look at the film, she went, "No, read your book." <laughs> she didn't even make me leave. I just I didn't turn it off. I didn't watch a different film. Mm. She just made me sit in the corner of the room and read a book. You're the opposite of Rachel Berry. When they is it wasn't that a, every Thanksgiving they rewatch Schindler's List or something? Am I completely oh, I making know. that up? I don't remember. The, we watched, have a we have a glee in so long. We have a glee start in this movie. Oh yes, we do. Yes, we do. We do. I forgot about. Yeah, no. I, literally, the second I watched it, I went, "Oh my god, glee!" So this, so this is Harry Shum Jr. who played yeah. Mike Chang in Mike Glee, Chang. Uh, and he appears here as Chad. Uh, I didn't realize that. Uh, the man who had Rakakuni. Definitely the best part of the film, without shadow of a doubt, uh, for a very specific reason, which we can talk about in a minute. Um, so your overall, I think it's very. it was very refreshing because obviously I didn't have a chance to come at this the week of and mm. hear, every, hear, it's gonna, hear it's great and then watch it. And so I've listened, I've listened to, I obviously listened to tons of movie podcasts and all of them, it's like the God, this movie is like the goddamn second coming. I mean, Jesus Christ, all I've heard, you know, masterpiece, masterpiece. It's the film of the year, blah, 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 five stars, five stars. I was like, okay, all right, calm down. I can't watch it. It was very refreshing to watch it this morning. And <laughs> yes, be blown away um, and, and, and enjoy it and find it yeah. good. It was very, very refreshing because as much as you make me out to be a cynic, <laughs> Did you think I was going to hate this movie because everybody loves it? I did wonder. I did think he'd have issues with it, but I just didn't know what they would be. <laughs> what did you think? That, the be? second you mentioned the time, I was like, fuck's sake, this is a man who likes a tight 90. He likes a 90-minute film. Yeah, but I infamously don't. I re-listened to the Curious Case of Benjamin Button podcast and, and I was saying to Rian how, oh, it flies by. And she was like, this movie definitely doesn't fly by. It's three hours long. We so <laughs> he falls in love with Tilda Swinton in Russia for twenty random minutes. This movie is not <laughs> time efficient. Um, 
But I do like a tight nine. I I either like it. I I like it both ways, don't I? I either like a tight ninety. He's just like me. He swings both ways. <laughs> All right. Famously, Tom does not swing both ways. Actually, I would say famously. I'd say infamously. I love. I love. I love gay culture. Um, if you met Tom and knew nothing about him, you'd think this man is gay. Yeah. We. But doesn't that just show stereotypes? Yeah. You know? Well. I'll tell you this story because this will make you laugh. So me, Will came over the other day, podcast Will. Do you remember when he was on the podcast? Now the um, <laughs> it's still I, I have I don't regret anything in life. I'm saying this like me and Will have had an acrimonious divorce. He'll be coming on very yeah, soon. Yeah, you, you you they hate each other now. He comes on, I think, for Monster House next week or something. But um, and we were driving, and uh, we were driving around my hometown, and I think I put on the communards back to back with Cher and he's uh, the windows down because I love the music loud and he said we look like a gay party bus <laughs> it, honestly in another universe I'm you know do, do, I'm do, thinking, do. yeah <laughs> you and Will are in a very committed relationship right now if you oh, think about it Will is your type he's blonde <laughs> yes I do and it you're was... brunette you're each other's mm. type is Will's type brunette? He was with a blonde girl. Then he was with. The, we don't need to talk about Will's type. Everything, everywhere, always. <laughs> Out of the so the four of us that all went to college together, yes, are like still friends now. Will's had the most relationships. Yes, and I we don't need any. Somehow had the most sex. Like what? Very. <laughs> no, 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 no. He hasn't. Oh no! Okay, no. He hasn't. Well, it depends how you look at it. Hmm. You know, width or breadth or... <laughs> um, I love how we're just like slating Will. Yeah, it's all right. He doesn't listen. The um, Nobody listens. No, the, uh, everything... I listen to the ones I'm in. That's good, yeah. You've got one coming. Oh, no, you don't have one coming up soon. Um, well, you've got this. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you... Did you, did you just watched it now when it's come on Amazon Prime, didn't you? You didn't watch it at the cinema or anything. No, um, I watched it on... Monday, Saturday, mm. Saturday. I watched it on Saturday with Emlyn, my um, old housemate and current mm. friend. I don't know why I had to like we weren't like very close friends, but yeah, we um he cooked me food. Mm. Um, it was a sweet and sour tofu. It was very nice. Mm. I'm vegeta- I'm, I don't eat meat, Tom. And sorry, I'm not going to eat a steak with bread. Oh, it's yeah. all this man. That's, that sounds good. And a glass of red wine. Sorry, that's that's oh, not what I, I eat. Um, and then no, no, no. Keep talking about what my meal should be. No, that's your that's your like when you're on death row or whatever it is. <laughs> it is death uh, row. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like whatever. Or oh, whatever it is. <laughs> um, and then we smoked some of the devil's lettuce. <laughs> 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 Is and then this good? This is that good for this though? Because it's quite. Uh, it was brilliant. No, but like, it's quite constant and exhaustive, and you know. But it was really good. I wish I was on like magic mushrooms. That would have made that experience. That would have made this experience like insane. Um, and then we still also stopped halfway through to smoke more. So. Mm. It's a nice little, we didn't get like insanely out of our minds. It was just mm. like a little, you know, like if you just have like a glass of wine. Mm. It's kind of like that. 
love wine. And then, and then it was, and then it was just like really fun. And mm -hmm. every now and again, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" And he'd be like, "I know," because he'd already seen it. All oh, right. Okay. So it was one of those. Was he? Was he? Was he annoying about it, or was he good? No, Emlyn hates people talking in films. Good, good other friend. Than, other than me being like, "Oh my god," and he'd be like, "Yeah." Oh my he... god! It's Mike Chang from Glee. Literally, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Mike Chang from Glee." That's exactly what I said when it came on. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Well, also, Emily knows me well enough to know that I have severe ADHD and therefore I do struggle to keep my mouth shut. That's why I think this film was so good for me. There's so much happening mm. that well, I never got bored. So this is, this. I have this here. This here? Um, I have this here for you. Uh Oh, where was it? Oh, yeah. In early drafts, the director's plan for the main character to have undiagnosed ADHD uh, through his research for the project. And then through his research of ADHD, Daniel Kwan learned that he himself had ADHD. Me! This is a film. This is what I mean. This film was, like, so up my alley. Mm. Like, I could see that for her, the idea that, like, she's, like, in and out and, like, you know, like there's so much going on all at the same time. It, mm. it does make sense. Dubu Tupaki. I overall, I just I, I do think it was great. It really was good. However, I can't say when I'll be rushing back to it. Oh, this and Lord of the Rings at the moment. All I want to do is rewatch them. As in Rings of Power. No. Real Lord Fox, of the Rings. Real Lord of the Rings. I just did a whole um, movie marathon of it last week. Did do you include The Hobbits or just the three? Uh, oh. How dare you mention that name to me. Oh, sorry. Smaug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just hate The Hobbit. I read The Hobbit a lot as a child. Yeah. I watched it and I was like so excited. The first one was like, okay. I was like, why are they making it into three? Like, this is a very short, <laughs> the book is not very big for audio listeners. Um, The book is, well, like four, no, not four. It's like literally like 300 pages. It's not a very long book at all. And why am I doing that when I've literally got it up here somewhere? Yeah, um, you did just spend two minutes doing the whole how big was the fish thing. <laughs> I just broke something. Katarina is currently uh, finding her copy of uh, The Hobbit. There it is. She's found it. Here's the map. I hate maps. Have I told you this before? I hate okay, so yeah, the book is 365 pages long. You can read a page of this and be done in a year. Or, you know, I, I was I was just going to bully people with ADHD who can't read then. I was being like, oh, you yeah, can read do... it in a month. Like a normal, mm, I literally no. said, I literally nearly no. said, oh, you can read it in a month like a normal person. And I thought, that's also, that... you know, my friend Becky could probably get through this in like just a day. Yeah, okay. I was being nice with the month. I, I'm I'm a good reader. I just have like, like like Kate like Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, you're a good reader, but Kate Winslet is the reader. Uh Leah Michelle is the reader, actually. 
maybe maybe we've all been getting it wrong and Leah Michelle is actually blind and therefore she can't read words, but she's excellent at Braille. Maybe, well, I don't know. Does anyone ever think about that? No. No, no. How could they? Uh, did you see the Adam Levine uh, tweet joke of it was a voice message to the... It was just another Leah Michelle voice message joke. Um, we don't need to break down Adam Levine. Uh, he's done that himself. The um, so everything, every uh, everything, everywhere, always at once. Um, and it's not always at once. Why would it be once. always at once? I don't understand where this has come from. Because that's a better time. To, uh, I don't no, know. it's no, it's everything. not. It's so much harder to say. Oh, because the whole point of the title is that it's so easy. Everything, everywhere, always at once. That does not. Everything, everywhere, always at once. Everything, everywhere, always at once. Anyway, (laughs) who's on first? The um, so the film is broken up into three parts: everything, everywhere, and part three, always at once. Let's talk about part one first, or should we talk about the cast first? How do you want to do this? Because this is because this is an emergency podcast, so it's looser. Uh, I mean, every podcast with me is 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 just a constant trying to put you back on. Yeah. Do not like your categories. You famously don't like the categories and you repeatedly tell me I didn't take any notes. I never take any notes. Did you take any notes this time? Four years of uni. Didn't take a single note. That's a lie. That's a lie. I did take notes at uni. Um, This is why I always say I'm an actually an awful actor because I don't take any notes on my script. I don't put any blocking on my script. I don't note anything. I hate learning lines. I hate. Why is this man an actor? I don't understand. I know. I I say that he should stick to cruises. Stick to cruising around Soho. Let's talk about the script then. Michelle Yeoh. The wonderful Michelle Yeoh. She was amazing. She's very good. Do you you think this will break? Do you think? I don't think overall uh, it was going to break into the Oscars. I think there is the possibility that she will stand out and get nominated. Because I really think she deserves it. I think, you know, it. she was funny. She yeah. made me cry. She made me laugh. She made me be, I was shocked. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just and saying. great action. It quite literally has yeah, all the... Yeah, fucking amazing. Well, we know this from, you know, Crouching Tiger and all that sort of thing. But it's one of those things of like... That A, it's got in it all of the sort of sad, truthful, pained, heartwarming mother-daughter scenes that would normally get you an Oscar nomination. However, on top of that, it's also got one of the great action performances of the year... And um, you know Her, some great comedy. Evelyn and, and Waymond's fight scenes. Mm. Also, I love that he's called Waymond. That's brilliant. <laughs> he's not called Raymond. He's called, called Waymond. Waymond. Right. Brilliant. <laughs> I think that's such an absolutely amazing name. I, they were some of the best fight scenes ever. I ever. So okay. slow. Let's slow down. I don't want to be. Okay, I don't that was exaggerating. I don't want to be a cynic or anything, but you know, sorry. This movie's some very of, good, but can we some please of the best stop? Fight scenes I've seen this year. Yeah, right. Maybe the last death. 
No, I'll give you the last decade. I'll give you the last decade. You know, it's... We you know, we've not got like Bruce Lee out here. Jackie Chan's not doing anything. Uh, we quite literally did have Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Jackie Chan was supposed to be this role, but they changed it to a woman. Yeah, well, good. Oh, yeah, I do think it works better as a mother daughter thing, and I, I think a nagging wife, not that, not that Waymond is nagging per se, would have he's been. He's lovely. A, I'm not all right. Oh, he's the best. I want to marry Waymond. I like to think that they got their relationship back on track. They do have that nice kiss at the end. Um, I think she realises she loves him. I One of the things I really liked about this was the honesty of it a lot. Mm. You know, like the fact that, you know, Alpha Waymond was literally like, your life is so shit. Yeah, this is that you are. <laughs> I you like are the I, worst possible version of yourself you could be in every single universe. I loved that twist. It, we're so used to, and this film plays on it, obviously, with that whole The Matrix element of you are the one in, the, in all the worlds and all that sort of thing. And then she is the one and they do play up that Matrix element but she is the one because she is the absolute worst. And yeah, I thought that was like, a lovely twist. Every single decision she's ever made has been the wrong decision. Every single one. And yet, you know, we can see that in the worlds where she doesn't go to America with him, she's probably just as unhappy without him as she is with him. You know? Yeah, she's unhappy with money. That You know, it's, it's, we, this but, is not some, you know. No, but what I mean is, is, when she sees him again, you know, she wants him. Yeah. She wants to be with him. And I think one of the most heartbreaking lines between the two of them mm. is literally like, you know, in another world, I would have, in another lifetime, I would have loved to have just sat and done taxes and laundry together. Mm -hmm. God. Again, this is another thing. Like, you know, I've had to come at this after three months or four months of that already becoming an Instagram thing. And, you know, uh, I did not see that. Four months of Jamie Lee Curtis promoting this movie, uh, which I think I is a lovely that thing that she does. Um, yeah, again, Jamie Lee Curtis went to watch Leah Michelle in Funny Girl like two days ago, and every single day she has done a full full pace spread. I'm not being funny. Jamie Lee Curtis is also great at this film. We'll she get there. We'll get there. Out. Let's stay with Michelle. Okay, we'll yeah. Get, yeah, we'll stay with Michelle and stay Michelle, with. Uh, I just. Like you said, like it's so nice and refreshing, you know, when you said that Jackie Chan was supposed to be this part. But mm. I think it's really refreshing that we've got, you know, a female main character who is fucking excellent at fighting yeah. and can deliver, you know, some of the most heart-wrenching scenes of the year that like had me like bawling my eyes out. You know, she's defiant, mm. she's kind, like, you know, the bit where she's they're fighting at the end and she's like, I'm fighting your with way with, yeah. with love and kindness. It's I love very nice, that. Yeah. She was brilliant in this. I think she was perfectly cast. I, th I can't imagine anyone else in this role. But same with... Uh, can we move on to the daughter as well? Uh, let's stay with Michelle for just a moment. So, yeah, once that decision was made, they changed it from... Uh, they changed the character to a character named Michelle Wang and quite literally started writing that draft with Michelle Yeoh in mind. So all these things about her strengths... The fact that one of the alternate realities is this kung fu fantasy where she's quite literally in certain scenes wearing the crouching tiger outfits. Yeah. And um, I thought some of the, I thought actually showing the Crazy Rich Asians paparazzi footage from the red carpet, I thought that was a bit, bit too cute. Uh, but um, overall, playing, 
it is just fresh and exciting to have a, an entire film be built around this person who, beyond Crouching Tiger, has never really gotten the credit that I guess I guess there was a lot of credit for Crazy Rich Asians. I think people were sort of back on the Michelle Yeoh train and were sort of like, oh, she's actually, you know, she's really but good. See all of her talents in Crazy Rich Asians. Where is he doing mm. this? Mm-hmm. I feel like you see a lot more of what she is capable of. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the interview where she like read the script and she like started crying. Like mm. she, as she's talking about, she's crying. Like this is a huge break for her, even though you know she's been acting for years. Yeah, you know, this is her break. But and um, you know, it's like Kwan, Keho Kwan. I mean, you know, yeah, exactly. He's not been in much of anything for many, many years. He became a stunt coordinator um, and assistant director on many different projects. And then apparently he's in Loki. I'm, I, I obviously don't watch Loki. Um, um, I haven't I haven't seen it for like a year. I, yeah. I haven't watched it since it came out, so I can't remember. So, but this, yeah. you know, like you, like you trying to say is that like there weren't roles for Asian people in Hollywood in the same way you know, like Crazy Rich Asians, he, you know, he saw that film. Mm. And he was like, oh, like there are opportunities for Asian people yeah. to be in like Hollywood films because obviously when he quit acting mm-hmm. properly, you know, what, like 15 years ago, there was... Yeah, 2000 like, even 15, 2002 due to a lack of casting opportunities. You know, like we can say, oh, but there have been Asian people, you know, on our screens, but they've never been fleshed out like this mm-hmm. or the way that they were in Crazy Rich Asians. You know, you had like, yeah, you had like what Lucy Liu in um, Charlie's Angels, Charlie's Angels, or Kill Bill. That was like it. That's Kill Lucy Bill. Liu again. Yeah, <laughs> that is Lucy Liu, and it's in Kill Bill, and also she is playing this like caricature of a Japanese. Gangland. Like, well, woman, you can't say yeah. that Killville's a caricature. She's a female gangland Japanese yeah, warrior no. who runs I a meant more like That's Go-Go. not a caricature. I oh, meant... the go-go queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. and like wearing like, you know, the Japanese. The Japanese schoolgirl thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is this film's about being Asian and those experiences and being Chinese, mm-hmm. but it's about more as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like I'm Chinese. Yeah, and it has oh. a, and it has a wonderful heritage to it again with uh, you know James, um, James Hong. Yeah, James Hong. Yeah, James Hong. James Hong. It's go go, gong 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 gong. Um, just an absolute legend who's been around for uh, an obscene amount of years. What's the actual number? I want to get the actual. Yeah, with more than what 650. is he? Is he like he is uh nine. He is currently ninety three. He is ninety three, and he with he has over six hundred and fifty uh films to uh, film and television credits to his name, and uh, and again he's great in this. And I don't want to be ageist or anything like that, but you can't tell he's ninety three. No. you know he's he's funny and he's serious, and, and then he he plays the aged thing, but he completely strips that away when it comes to other things. Crying at the end because. Mm. In a way, he realizes that he's like failed mm. his daughter. I thought that was a little bit under underdeveloped. I I, um, I I didn't want him to reject his granddaughter's lesbianism, but I thought I thought it was a little bit, uh, yeah, just underdeveloped. Of this is this is her girlfriend, and he has a slight confusion with it, and he goes girlfriend, and he nods, 
I thought like, that was a little bit, little bit under, a little bit rushed. You could so see, you know, Evelyn's thought process with not telling her dad because she didn't want her dad to have, you know, the same attitude towards, you know, joy as he did towards her in the yeah. slight more disappointment thing, which you can see because you're we're watching her point of view. But say, you know, we were always watching from Joy's point of view, we'd be like, oh, she's a bitch. Yeah. So it's very, very interesting, very nuanced, you know, especially I d- I've never told, I've never come out to my grandparents. My grandparents don't know. Yeah. Well, they might know because they might have listened to the Mission Impossible 2 podcast. This is true. And I, did, I do love Sandy Newton. <laughs> you do love Sandy Newton. Uh, we're going to take a <laughs> quick break and then talk about unequivocally the best part of this film. Uh, Stephanie Zhu as... Um, Joy or Jobu Tabaki. Jobu Tabaki. Okay, so initially, uh, the role of Joy was, do you know this? Do you know who this was originally going to be? Aquafina. Aquafina. I don't think I've ever talked to you about this. Let's say, just whether we say good or bad, let's say what our reaction to... um, I don't know how to say it. I, I'm not a big Aquafina fan. I'm very, I don't very like Aquafina. Oh, good. This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I, um, I've heard she was really good in The Farewell. Yes, uh, she was. I've not seen it. Um, but I'm so glad she's not in this film. Yeah. I'm, I, she was good in The Farewell, but that is just dry drama and all the comedy is deadpan. I can't. Stephanie Zoo was hilarious. Exactly. I cannot stand wacky Aquafina and hate her voice. I hate her voice. I'm Aquafina. I've smoked 500 cigarettes a day. I thought she was absolutely insufferable in Ocean's Eight. I thought she was really. I've seen it. Ocean's Eight was actually better than anybody has ever talked about. I think. Wait, no, that's the biggest lie I've ever said. No, that's untrue. Uh, But like you know, Ocean. Nobody talks about how good Ocean's Eight actually was. I'm not in any world saying it but was But women, but women. Yeah. Do you remember when um, Elizabeth Banks was like, my Charlie's Angels movie didn't suck. People just hate women. Well, I mean, yeah. I've seen Ghostbusters. Wow. That didn't suck because it was women. It sucked because the script was bad. Yes. Same as Charlie's Angels didn't I'm suck. sorry, you put Kristen Wiig in a film and it's shit. That's not Kristen Wiig's fault. Mm. I've seen Bridesmaids. But, She's funny. But you know who I don't like? Oh, the lesbian. I don't phrase it like that. <laughs> I don't. Kate, Kate, what's the name? Kate McKinnon, yeah. I've, I've never found I don't funny. like her or Leslie Jones. Oh, I like Leslie Jones. I didn't like her in that film anyway. I've not really seen I her. I liked her in that film and I like her SNL stuff. Her SNL stuff's okay. Yeah. Also, SNL is now uh yeah it's pretty awful i, I mean, mean watch I, I i went through a phase of watching like steve martin and will ferrell um the best snl but... sketches like a year ago and i'm just like oh, this is good do i need to send you i'm gonna send you right now my snl playlist yeah uh, and then just flick through that that's all you're loving it the first one is a sam is a charlie day sketch sexy man but have you seen seinfeld I've seen Frasier. Okay, complete, like, <laughs> not not at all. Um, They're in the same universe. No, Shears and Frasier are in the same universe. Oh. Uh, 
Why does everyone say that Seinfeld and Frasier are so similar? They don't. I think that you're you're trying to do Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. No. Okay, I I can't help you here. I'm sorry. Hey, there was talking about Jerry Seinfeld and Frasier in the same video, and about how somehow Jerry Seinfeld didn't get bitches, but Frasier Crane did. Frasier Crane got the best goddamn woman of all time, Diane Chambers. He got in, bitches. He got in, bitches. Diane Chambers in Cheers. Shelley Long. If you have ever seen your idea of what my perfect woman is, it's Shelley Long in 1982 in Cheers. Anyway, uh, I'm very, very It's not Imogen Poots. Oh, Imogen Poots is great. We both <laughs> love Imogen Poots. It's not Vanessa Kirby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, go on, keep. I, I like this game. This is good. Um, they're the two that I know for, for definite of current female actors that you're. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a new image in Poots film coming out soon. Is there? Do we have to do an emergency podcast? Wait, let me just Google. Sorry, we're just talking about white blonde women in a film about um, Asians. And... Yeah, yeah. One of the most uh, groundbreaking movies for Asian representation in a long time that isn't that is so refreshingly not, um, you know, completely about them being Asian. It it is, but it has such a wonderful, refreshing stuff. But instead, we're going to talk about Vanessa Kirby. An Imogen Poots. I saw one. I don't know. I'll send it you if I find don't it. Don't you okay. think that Imogen Poots looks like um, Luke Treadaway as a woman? Luke Treadaway. Which is weird because then they were both in a production of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Uh, I don't which know what I... this man looks like. Oh, that's kind of small. So they're showing the trailer for a street cat named Bob. <laughs> it was the summer of a street cat <laughs> named Bob. There you go. Um, let's talk about Stephanie Zoo. Let's just talk. Uh, mm, kind of see it. Ew, he's got a twin brother. Oh. I hate twins. My <laughs> boyfriend was a twin. <laughs> um, Stephanie Zhu. Oh, Absolute, absolutely incredible. I the pants off of her, by the way. In this oh, one. yeah. Any particular outfit? Elvis. Here's the Elvis. You know, like smoking the cigarette. Yeah, and just, yeah, like, yeah. Not I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I was into that. Did you like the pet pig? Um, I don't. I don't really like pigs very much. No, I don't. I'm a vegetarian. He's not really that fond of animals, other than cats and dogs. Mm, dogs are great. Uh, yeah, Joey Wang, Evelyn's daughter, and the threat to the multiverse. What an incredible character description. Um, I one of my favorite things about her character was that in the end, she was really just looking for her mother's love and for someone to understand what she was going through. I mm -hmm. thought that that was such a great ending and it wasn't just that she was angry at her mum, even mm. though she was. It was more about her mum's accept acceptance and having someone to go through it with and not yeah. just be on her own. And the fact that Evelyn was so hell-bent on saving her daughter when, you know, all the other versions of Evelyn who things had gone right for probably would have killed her. Do you know what I mean? Like, I love that even though this is a woman who has had is the worst version of herself she is the best version of herself because she's the only one who was like yeah I'm going to save her yeah. and did and she did and the world is fine and the world is good 
in the multiverse is good. Uh, Gemma Lee Curtis. Excellent. Phenomenal. Deirdre. Deirdre Barlow. I felt, you know, like when when um, Sausage Fingers Evelyn just <laughs> yeah. like, ignored her and she was like, I don't know what I've done. I was like, damn, I feel sad. And, you know, when she was like, you are lovable at the end, she was like, you are lovable. You're not lovable. That was like, damn. And they're sharing like, a vape outside. Uh, I Gemily, think definitely obviously... a weed pen, by the way. Oh, do you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think she's wonderful, as always. She's, well, yeah, I, I absolutely love Jamie Lee Curtis. With all and my you know heart. what I love about her? She just puts everything into everything she's in. Everything puts everything in. she's into everything she's in. It's very easy to make jokes about the obsessive Instagram campaigns, but it shows that she still, to this day, loves movie making and is so i mean obviously i i have very very and she made opinions. a bad film yeah halloween kills halloween kills was all oh, i've not seen any of the halloween films yeah yeah no, but she's, she's, halloween freaky resurrection friday, freaky friday true lies classic freaky friday is probably one of the best films she's ever been in and you haven't seen a halloween movie have you seen trading places true lies I think we're finding out that you haven't actually seen a Jamie Lee Curtis film other than Freaky Friday. Is this Um, your favourite? Is Freaky Friday your favourite because you haven't seen another Jamie Lee Curtis movie? I've seen the one where she's um, she's with Danny Zuko, John Chipotle. Perfect. You've you've watched the movie Perfect. Yeah, she's sexy. That was on one time on the TV when my mum was ironing. Oh. It's incredibly erotic, yes. No, I, I uh, insanely. Um, <laughs> anyway, we don't. Uh, this is anyway. This would be a big. Tangent. I've seen Knives Out as well. Oh, of course, yes. Were you boinking my father? Um, are you excited for Knives Out too? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, I'm surrounded constantly by. I say surrounded. She's one person, but uh, my friend Ava. Um, loved Knives Out so much and for her this new cast she did d- like the first cast had multiple people who she loves who's in the next one it's called like the onion something isn't it's it it's called glass onion which is a Beatles song you've got Dave Batista Edward Norton Janelle Monae Catherine Hahn um Janelle Monae yeah I love it I, I'm excited Ethan Hawke oh yeah Ethan Hawke's in it yeah he must be the one that dies because he's not in the trailer He's Miles' assistant. Okay. Dave Batista. You know what? I quite like Dave Batista. Have you ruined for me this big cameo? Stop Googling things, because apparently there's a huge cameo in it. And I, it might be Ethan Hawke, because I've never heard that he's in it yet. Well, that's not my fault. That's Google's oh, fault. Okay. I didn't know there was a big cameo. <laughs> Somebody, yeah. No, no, it's not. He's oh, in it. Have you seen the big cameo? No, I no no. He's in like loads of the promotional photos. Are you thinking of Ethan Hawke? Are you looking at pictures of Edward Norton? Are you saying one of my favorite films is Dead Poets Society? And you're asking if I'm mixing up Ethan Hawke and Edward Norton? We're doing Dead Poets Society in a couple of weeks. Why am I not on it? I don't know because you're hard to schedule. <laughs> 
I'll put you on. I'll put you on Dead Poets yeah. Society. Okay. I watched let's... it again the other week and I had a mental breakdown. It's a great, great film. Sweaty Tooth watch... Badman. Sweaty Tooth Badman. You can only ever watch it like once a year because it literally causes me to have like an actual mental breakdown. I'm going to mention this again on the Dead Poets Society podcast, but I guess one of the big red flags of the ex was that she said, um, it was pretty boring. Uh, it got more interesting when that kid killed himself. Then it got more interesting. Which is an incredible hot take when it comes to when it comes to Dead Poets Society. That it doesn't get interesting until Neil, Neil, my boy. Guess Neil. which one? I, guess which one I fancy in Dead Poets Society. Ah, uh, it's it can't be Ethan Hawke because you've just mentioned him. Is it? Is it? Um, is it Puck? Is it? Is it Neil? No, it's Dalton. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, is he the one who gets punched? He's the one who like shows up with the two girls. Oh like... yeah, 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 yeah. And one of the oh, one of the girls is somebody. Anyway, we'll talk about this. We've got a, we've got a whole yeah, we've got a whole work. Oh my god, oh my god. Let's go back to talking about what we're actually talking. About. Nah, let's, let's talk about some. Let's talk about let's talk about the don't worry, darling drama. What do you let's think? Talk, let's let's um let's talk about the all white cast. Uh, oh, in Dead Poets Society. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Anyway, back to Stephanie Zoo. Honestly, everything she did in this film, I was like mesmerized by. I think it was a beautifully, beautifully done performance that balanced comedy, as again with all the drama later. But so many different styles of comedy. Say again. I was scared of her. Yeah, I thought she was. Genuine moments where I was like, because I think it's as well because she does look quite young. She's got Mm. quite a round face. You know, I think it. The, the moments when she was actually scariest was like the moments where she actually looked the youngest as well. Like, you know, when she's in like the golfing outfit mm. and she's like doing that thing, which yeah. I thought was really funny because obviously like vagina and the fact that she's a lesbian and her mum doesn't quite accept her lesbianism. You never do that as a kid. They'd be like, and then you'd be like, oh, look, it looks like a vagina. Oh, I thought you were saying scissoring. You know. Um, the bagel thing, the bagel versus the googly eye thing. What's that? I didn't like the bagel thing. Yin that, and yang. You, you you knew full well that I would not have liked that it's no. all about a bagel. Sucked into a bagel. Is that a real song? That's that her I song. Don't... That's what she sings. Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <sighs> TikTok, and I had no idea where it came from. <sighs> I've been singing that for months and I didn't know that it came from this film. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, I know this. Ooh. I know this song. So was this one of the things that Evelyn allowed you to... Who's Evelyn? That's my niece. What was the name of your friend? Evelyn. Emily. He's a man. Emlyn, he's a man. Emlyn. Emlyn, he's Welsh. Oh, right. Makes what sense. was that? Was it all right? <laughs> That's not Welsh. Oh, yes, it is. Irish? No, I can do Anthony Hopkins. I'm going to, oh, I'd like to thank Chadwick Boseman uh, for the Oscar. Um, it was a beautiful. I'd like to thank uh, Chadwick, Mr. Boseman. I've been uh, painting. That is one of the worst <laughs> Welsh accents I've ever heard. <laughs> Mine um, is, I'm from, I'm from Bali. I'm from Bali Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was so much doubt. <laughs> that was awkward. Ish. Doubt. What that was doubtfire. That's what it was. I shouldn't. Have yeah. Done, I shouldn't. Got Robin have... Williams on the brain. Oh, rest... oh, what a man. 
Um, oh, Mr. Doubtfire. You know what? what? I actually thought. I actually thought that um, life became more interesting once once he killed himself. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a bigger red flag. I also think she found him annoying. I can't remember. I'll ring her. I'll oh, ring captain, her. my captain. I know. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh. I'll ring her again for the first time in two and a half years and say, what did you think of Dead Poets Society? I can't remember. Is yeah. it two and a half years now or is it three? Right. God, that's bleak. Uh, let's talk about the thing that makes this film what it is and all this more cinematography as uh, well. Oh, all right. Yeah, very good. Like, insane. I when... just I was blown away by the cinematography throughout the entire thing. The fight scenes, the f- like they didn't look like a lot of traditional fight scenes. I felt like they they obviously took a lot of influence from you know old martial arts films, which mm-hmm. obviously, but that was great. And it, you know, every punch landed, and it feels like this is why John Wick was so great for me because it suddenly it felt like oh, I actually believe he's bleeding. You know, and it, actually a punch lands and the way they always land funny like so many bent necks in this and so many fully bent yeah like backs. it was like the directing was like humorous and very cartoony hmm. it but was really great, like but effective and realistic I thought yeah it was very well done um let's, yeah, talk about the, a, let's, yeah. talk about, let's talk about the multiverse itself because i think i wish we'd seen more yeah but or or did we see just enough? Is there a version of this film where it gets to the hour mark? Is there a multiverse where? Is there a multiverse where we get to the hour mark and then the next hour is just every two minutes is a different place and it becomes unfunny and it becomes does become fully exhausting? Maybe. I love this shot, though, where, you know, she's going through all the different multiverses. Maybe yeah. that was just the right the right way to do it and, like, that way you can, like, pause and go through each one if you want to well, have a look. One of my first, I guess, spoilers, I guess, was uh, when people started going through it frame by frame. I'm obviously in a load of Twin Peaks groups and there's a Twin Peaks freeze frame. And so I saw that frame before I knew, before I saw the film, obviously I'd seen it months ahead and I thought, Mm -hmm. oh God, this film, once it gets to the hour and a half mark or so, goes off the rails and every two minutes is a, you know, we spend two minutes in, it becomes Ready Player One. I thought it was going to be like, oh, bad film. Bad, very bad film. Um, yeah, I thought it would get to uh, ready, oh, sorry, ready player one level levels. And I thought, oh, good God, no. Yeah, no, the more you think about it, I'm, maybe it would have been too much. I think I just wanted to see more because I was so intrigued by the concept of mm. the, you know, the world that they built, you know, the whole idea that like the way to switch is, you know, like a completely random event that's like zero oh. more point. I thought that was great. No, no, no. I liked it, but right. There are so two there are, there are two the moments. Bit where in this, that that's fine with me, because I can go, that's okay. That's just a bit of lead. Not lead. A bit of um Petroleum jelly. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, oh yeah, that's what Vaseline is. No, I know, but it, it you know just a fake thing to eat on set. Oh yeah. Um, I hated the paper cuts. Jesus Christ, that was the most visceral. The that butt was plugs. That was funny. That, that was, was good. very funny. Uh, why was I it censored? They, 
I was just going to say, why was oh, it censored? Because I, I, um, for me, it was censored because um, crass. I've never watched it, but I know people who, who have and have posted screenshots of it on Twitter. But in hentai um, and in a lot of like that, you know, like cartoon porn, they often censor that kind of thing. So I wonder if it was a callback to that. I, I, I guess, but why, why not just have a funny slow-mo flopping dick and a, you know, show it going in? I don't know. It was funny, though. I guess it's a reference to I love the filthy second, hentai porn. The second that it was, like, shown, and she was like, you don't get one of these. Yeah. You don't get one of these. I was like, that is coming back around. I was like, that is our whole book plug. That is coming back around. Did you think it was coming back around? I thought it was just a really funny bit of prop work. I, didn't I don't think know. That, that I would just, pay off. I don't know. I, I like I just felt like I feel like that it did make me laugh so much. Oh, it made me laugh. The bit where she's like so sincerely, she's like, you don't get one of these. <laughs> yes, no, it's very good. Uh and on the A24 website, you can buy uh <laughs> like what you can buy for this film i've never bought anything from a24 but i've always wanted to they have some good merch they do have some good merch um let's talk about rakakuni brilliant amazing so very very fortunate that that was just one thing yeah because if it if it like this horrible version i'm trying to describe where suddenly every every five minutes is a different uh, you know, yeah. what that, you know, sort of thing. And very thankful that it was just the one Rekakuni with Randy Newman. God, I love Randy Newman so much. <laughs> I, he was, it was just so good. Like, you know. We're cooking together, now we're a family. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I mean, I'm completely blinded here by my absolute love of Randy Newman, obviously. Well, obviously, like for me, it's like I loved that there were so many like little callbacks to things that they talked about mm. earlier. Like she was talking about like how, you know, their bodies were being, you know, and obviously this that was like a reference to the fact that this woman, she's not just, she's so good, like with the hot dog fingers universe, she can jump to a universe that has no links to her universe and is completely outside of it. It's not choices she made, it's completely outside of their evolutionary you know, humans' evolutionary process. Like, she can do that. Also, do you see what I mean the other day when I said, oh, it reminded me of Prince, well, King Charles III, the <laughs> hot dog fingers. I was like, there's a scene that really re- reminded me of him. We're actually a pro-royalist uh, podcast in the sense that we love Diana. Uh, Adai is my queen. Goodbye, nation's rose. <laughs> you got that Philly honey, hi. Did you watch have you watched Spencer yet? Loved Spencer. Watched the first season of The Crown. Uh, Watch Spencer. Spencer's great. Loved Spencer. I am the Queen, played by Claire Froy. And Claire Froy? Who's Claire Froy? Whatever her name is. Claire Foy. Claire Foy. And this is how I as the Queen talk. Even though the Queen did not really sound like that. She really sounded like that. Best Claire Foy performance is First Man. You're just boys playing with your rocket ships. That film was so fucking boring. Katrina, I can't have this conversation with you right now. I've, that you've, was... Katrina, you've given us 10 more minutes. I'm not going to spend that 10 minutes telling you why First Man is one of the best and most underrated films of oh, the past 10 boring. years. First Man or... is phenomenal. Boring. 
you just Perth. you I just don't like love it. cinema, do you? You just hate cinema. Um, uh, I've seen Freaky Friday. Thank you very much. <laughs> and no other Jamie Lee movie, <laughs> apart from this. And, and although you know that to be a fact, you still want to say that Freak Friday is unequivocally the best. Um, um, it's got Lindsay Lohan in it as well, you know, the true. height of her fame. That is true. Uh, the film has grossed over $100 million worldwide and has become A24's first movie to do so, surpassing what film, which was previously the 2000, uh, which 2018 film? Uh, Get Out. No, that was uh, Blum, Blumhouse. 2018, oh. but, you, but it was a horror film. A 2018 uh, horror hereditary. film. Hereditary is correct, yes. Which, by the way, the first time I ever watched it, I nearly vomited the bit where she's, like, sawing her own head off. Great movie. Um, I will, something I will say about A24, obviously, I you know what really grinds my gears is when people say that A24 has a style. How? They're all different actors, you know. It, they're all different cinematographers, all different directors. It has... That you know what it is is the fact that it's one of the only fucking production companies that's making original movies and not remakes, sequels. You know what it or is adaptations. It's, what I think it's very simple is that you get a lot of the sort of thing of it's a very A twenty four film when the trailers come out because I'm guessing that they have a marketing team. Oh, like, sorry, I just realised what broke. What broke? Hit my bowl. Oh, next to me, it's okay. But yeah, no. Any movie studio has its own marketing team. The reason that all those movies look the same and people say, "Ooh, that looks very A twenty four is because it's probably done by the same marketing team. So it will have those sort of and probably the same trailer editors as well. It's it's you know what it is. It's the horror. All the horror movies feel have that sort of same. Apart from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Katrina, I loved Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, I've been meaning to watch it. We saw, um, when we went to see uh, Bullet Train yeah. uh, in Everyman, which was fine. Which was fine. I thought it was a fun romp. I thought it was a fun romp. Very and long. So, oh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, though. Yes, you do love Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Get away from that old hag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> His name is Brian Tyree Henry. Get him away from the old hag. Also, anyway, I'm not going to talk about Bullet Train because I've got my issues with it. Um, but I saw the um, trailer for Bodies, 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 and I thought, wow, that looks so like fun. It's great, like actually fun. Uh, and I've seen a lot of criticism. Um, there's a thing where a woman like she posted about um, how it was basically like 90 minutes of Amanda Stenberg getting her tits out, and then Amanda Stenberg. That is messed- completely untrue. Yeah, I, read, and then, I, I did this. I've done this whole deep dive as well. I'm pretending like I'm hearing this. For have the first you, yeah, time. have you read the that? whole? Yeah, the New York article, and then she was. Then yeah, like, yeah. She was like, "Well, stop staring. Stop at looking at my tits." Yeah, freak. it looks really good though. I'm very. It's a really good movie. And, um, is that Pete Davidson in it? And he's really great. Is he? I, I'm very 50-50 on him. But I think you'll like. Why do you hate Pete Davidson? Because he's a lanky guy who. Get, has sex with everybody. Sometimes he's not funny. Yeah, I think in this, sometimes he tries quite hard. I think in this he's been absolutely perfectly cast, and I don't know whether the role was written for him, or whether it's just one of those twists of fate. And Lee Pace is him in um, King of Staten Island. Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah, 
Uh, I think everybody's top class. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I loved it. I'm really excited. Now you're really making me want to watch it. I'm very excited to watch it now. It's me and Emlyn got really excited. I watch all films as Emlyn now, apparently. It's, the only it's all right. If you've then. got a new film man in your life, that's fine. Yeah, I know. I hate have. Yeah, I've got I've got another friend in my life. Must be Who, nice. Once again, I. Here's the thing. I'm like I've got so many male friends. I'm just I'm I'm sorry. I'm genuinely not romantically, physically attracted to you. And then they're like me either. And I'm like, this is great. This is wonderful. This works out very well for me. I thought you were gonna say they say that, and then you go, well, well. That's not well. I'm great. I why don't you find me attractive? No, I don't want that. <laughs> no, I know. I'm kidding. Um, do you have anything you want to say about everything everywhere? All, All at, once. at once. Um, I just think it was probably one of my favorite films that I've seen this year. I know it's not mm. your top, but we do have different tastes in films. We do, and I don't. Re- I was going to watch it anyway because it is one of the top films of the year. Um, I don't. Obviously, we haven't seen the big spate of Oscar movies coming. Like, but I wouldn't be horribly annoying Oscar Tom if this did creep in maybe an original screenplay, maybe directing, maybe for some of the performances. Honestly, any of these people, like, if you if they were nominated for anything, I wouldn't say, oh yeah, they won, but I say, yeah, I think they deserve to be nominated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hui Kwan, Michelle Yeoh, and Stephanie mm. Zhu. Well, just you wait, because speaking of bodies, 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 wait till you see Rachel Senner in bodies, bodies, bodies. She's gonna knock. Did you ever watch Shiver Baby? What the hell is Shiver Baby? Shiver Baby was incredible. I'm excited for the Mia Goth film. Oh, did you watch X? No, I'm not. I need to watch oh, that. Katrina, X is phenomenal. Her. And this Pearl I love movie. Mia Goth. And this Pearl movie is not coming out in the UK. It's very, very annoying. Oh, I guess I'll have to watch it another way then. Exactly. This is the thing. Don't make me watch movies illegally. I tr- I basically, because Conquest Fletch. He loves Fletch, the Blu-ray. I love Blu-ray, and I will watch your goddamn movies on Prime. But it's like Confess Fletch. I have been talking for three years about the new Fletch movie starring John Hamm. I should not have to go onto my iPad, find an illegal website and spend... I, I gave up after two minutes because I kept having to delete tabs and all this sort of thing. You'll have to show me your bad sites because it annoys me too much. I will send you a link to one. You send me your bad sites and I want to watch Pearl and I want to watch... <laughs> I want to watch Pearl and I want to watch Confess Fletch. I'm just going to send Tom a link to hentai now. You're going to send me dirty, dirty hentai. I've sent you my link to my SNL playlist and you're going to send me a link to some filthy erotica. Um, but yeah, I just I just think um, that especially Michelle Yeoh, I thought she, she gave an Oscar performance in that she showed breadth and she showed depth and she showed like funny sad you know that kind of I think she showed it all and that woman that woman can fight she's great she's She's wonderful so good has it spurred you on to watch other Michelle Yeoh kung fu movies I I've never yeah I mean I've never watched one I saw Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon um I watched her in Shang. She's in Shang Chi, oh. and she was like one of the best parts of the film. But apparently, I... Stephanie Zhu was also in Shang Chi. 
Yes, let's have a look what else she's been in. She was apparently also in Shang-Chi. Was I was Aquafina. Oh. So it was in uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Which I've not seen. Um, I want to see more of her. I want to see so much more of she her She was now. just so... You know what it was? It was that scene where she was on the couch and she had like five line deliveries back to back and I was like, she's having the time of her life and it's great. And she was like... It just oh, seemed like such a fun... Uh, fun I just fell it. on the couch. And it was, it was just hilarious. And she was I just... I just want to see so much more of her. I want yeah, to see yeah. her in everything now. And I really love the, you know... Crazy Rich Asians, I really liked. I love, I love a rom-com, but I wish it was more com. Yes. I watched Ticket to Paradise the other day. Just let these movies be funny again. And we'll know Bring that. back rom-coms. That's Bring back seen. the 90-minute rom I, the I, best, I The best rom-com that I've seen in the last, like, five years that was made in the last five years was Was the up. last five years. No, was Set It Up with Zoe Dutch in it. Um, well, and Lucy Liu. It's got Zoe Dutch in it. I'm in. I love uh, Zoe Dutch. You can add her Lucy to the list. Lou in it. It's got Lucy Liu in it as well. And the blonde one from Top Gun Maverick. Jennifer Connelly. The meme guy. She's also not blonde. I know. I didn't. I thought no, he's wrong. a man. He's a oh, man. The, oh, Glenn Powell. Yeah, he's in it as well. Is it a Glenn Powell Zoe Deutsch rom com? Yes. I would watch. I would watch it's that. on Netflix. It's a Netflix film. It's called Set it Up. They play, I think it's called Set it Up. Um, they play assistants to Lucy Liu and another guy. And they fall in love. Well, you got to find out, haven't you? Good, good, attractive people. Put attractive people. Bring oh, back the erotic to Glenn Powell in more films. I love to stare at that. He's not my type. But but I when, love to stare at that man. When you, break, when you break through, you break through, you know. I mean, he's no Miles Teller with a mustache, but... Mm. No, no, Glenn Powell is the king of that movie. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, you're not attractive men. Yeah, but I can admit that Glenn Miles Powell... Miles Teller when he does that. It's good, <laughs> but it's not as good as, as Tom going... <laughs> when he catches the ball or whatever he goes... I do love Tom Cruise. What a man. What you know man. what? I would love to see a Tom Cruise, Michelle Yeoh action film. Yeah, I. You, what, what do you think you're gonna get out of me? I think I'm gonna say no. That sounds like shit. I also hope that Kiki Kwan is it Kui? I don't know. He Kuhu Kwan. He. I think it's Ki Hui Kwan. I should have researched this before. Obviously, sure. um, that was very bad on our parts. But I'm really hoping he's in the new Indiana Jones. I saw the behind, I don't know if he is, but oh, I saw the behind yeah. the scenes photos of him and Harrison Ford. Uh, that wasn't behind I, the scenes, that was just, what was it? Was it, was it, it was Yeah, D23, no, but it was the behind, it? yeah, it was behind the scenes of the, um. D23. Yeah. But, um, you know. Bring back everybody. Bring back, bring back. But also, you know, Harrison Ford cried talking about this film. The man cried. If it ain't good. Shoo him dead, no, Um, But also Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it. I know you've got, you've had qualms with her away. I don't have qualms with Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I'm just not a huge Fleabag fan. I don't like the whole breaking the fourth wall. I find it Did annoying. you like um, the new Bond? Wasn't she involved in the new Bond? Katrina, the new Bond was my favourite film of the year. Well, she was in that, no? She, she, no, she, she, did that. she did a scriptory, right? We, don't worry, I gave her her due. The... Well, there you go. And she, she, did, she's in this film, isn't she? Or she wrote it, or she's, like that. she's in it. 
I think on an ending note on everything everywhere all at once because I can see we don't have much time left. I just thought the whole film was great and I love that we've got more Asian representation and the fact that you know you know we, we've got this where young Asian actors can now see themselves on screen and go oh I'm not just you know I'm not just the sidekick or I'm not just the like nerdy sidekick Asian who's super smart I can be like all of these things I can be funny and I can be like you know sad and and it kind of does serious. that all in all in one all movie. in one film yeah 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 it's Stephanie Zoo you know what I love it's it's a rom com it's a film about mothers and daughters it's also a film about like breaking relationships it's mm. an action film it's like a really d- dramatic film it's quite a comic film as in like it's quite comedic and it's also like very um cartoony you know the action's quite cartoony a lot and I just thought it was brilliant I think that it's so great that we can see that you know Asian actors don't have to be in this box and that they can quite metaphor you know that they can break out into so many different parts there's, mm-hmm. there's no need for them to feel like they can only be one thing or the other and I think my ending note would be very simply I've been hearing about this one for four months Nothing but raves. I've not heard one bad thing. One bad thing. And it lived In up. Fact, and it lived up to. Uh, it oh exceeded God. my expectations. Yeah. It didn't exceed my expectations, but I was very, very. I thought it was great. I had a great time, and the fact that after four months of uh, hearing nothing but high quality, uh, let's just find. Are you trying to find what I'm trying to find? One star yeah. reviews. Let's find one. Here we go. Wait. Oh, that's. There we go. One star review. What in the world does everyone see in this? Worse than bad. Really, really awful and boring. Cringy as soon as they left the laundromat. A bad Rick and Morty episode? Ew. This is the first... Oh, no, it's too long. Too long Um... and stereotypical. Are you fucking kidding me? This movie was one of the worst movies I've had to give up two hours of my life to watch. I was expecting a comedy. Instead, I got a mishmash of everything and anything. This is great. We'll leave. We'll After an hour, like, people are stupid. Half of these things is, I just, half of these people with the one-star reviews are clearly, sorry, they're just not smart enough to understand and keep a handle on all the different concepts in this film. No, don't say that. Universes. Don't say that. Because no, that's what everyone's no, saying. No. That's what everyone's saying. No, but, you can uh, be confused, but these people are confused because they can't even follow that they're supposed to be confused. Yeah, but at the end of the day, there, there, there were moments of comedy in this where I, a lot of people are also just saying it was cringy. And there are a lot of moments for me that did get so close. But I feel like it was supposed to. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Uh, well, we go back to... Someone said I made the mistake of watching this with my three teenage children. Well, that's your fault. It's your mistake. Why are you giving it one star? I made my children turn it off. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> he didn't turn it and off. Guess what, that, guess what scene it was about? The dildo scene. Maybe read reviews or Google the age rating before you let your children watch shows. Yeah. Or maybe, and also... When does the dildo come out? 40 minutes in? We've already had all sorts already in it. <laughs> anyway. People who rate this movie with five stars explain a lot about what's wrong with society today. Your Lindsay Britton 
you're clearly a Christian woman and you are a bad mother because I say so. Either way, brilliant film. Thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. And um, I'll be back to review another film. Another and that time. film will be? Dead Poets Society. You sweaty tooth madman. <laughs> Ba 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 